G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. Hello, it's Friday and that means two things. It is Gloucester Park Friday night and also Talking Harness WA. A big show for you today, including uh, a deep dive into four or five races here at Gloucester Park with our form expert, uh, Bomber Hill. Also, we'll go round the grounds with uh, Jason Bonington and also Ben Cray trying to find a winner in New South Wales and Victoria. And a very special guest, uh, a young lady who's doing enormous things in harness racing, uh, both uh, as a driver and now as a trainer in Jocelyn Young. And we'll talk to her in just a moment. But a very big welcome to Glenn Mortimer. How are you, Mortz? Yeah, morning, Rads. Uh, great to be here. Beautiful day. Should be a great night for GP. And what a great night it was last Friday night for our man Bomber. Continued on his way, up 7.2 units, plus... What a stellar win by fake news. Uh, Petronia Star, who really stepped up in grade. Amazing finish by Bletchley Park. And uh, during the week, uh, a nice double on Monday to Denny Roberts and a winner on Tuesday. So lots happening, mate. And looking forward to uh, tonight at GP. Yes, uh, just around the corner from spring, the weather's getting better. It was a beautiful day yesterday, and, and the good horses are starting to come back, as we see. And as you said, fake news. She was just monstrous last week. And, um, uh, she's not there this week, but we've got a really good bunch of mares going around in the in the Schrader uh, Group 3 for the fillies and mares, including the former Oaks winner, Has No Fear, who, who went about 15 months without a win. But uh, not that long ago, Jocelyn Young took over the training and uh, got her back into winning form, and uh, she was able to be too strong at Gloucester Park. Getting up on the inside has no fear. Talker up, grab the lead, but a boy named Rosie. This could be its night tonight. A boy named Rosie has raced up, taken the lead, and shot clear now from Talker up. He tries to go with it. Has no fear, gets out, runs home well. A boy named Rosie needs to lift. It is. It's in front of Talker up. Has no fear, flies. A boy named Rosie in front. Has no fear, diving, gets up. It's Jocelyn Young. Has no fear, has beaten a boy named Rosie and spoiled the plunge. Yeah, certainly was, and it was a great performance by uh, Has No Fear. That's her go, sitting just off them, got the good run and, and proved too strong. And it's a, a very big welcome to Talking Harness WA to Jocelyn Young. Jocelyn, welcome to the program. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Must have been a big thrill for, for you to, for, to finally break through with Has No Fear. She's, she's one of those finicky mares, and, and you might have found the key with her. Yeah, um, I... I never imagined training her, so to have her um, put in my care and then I thought I sort of had a bit of a job ahead of me to get her back to winning form after not winning for so long and coming from a well-respected stable. Um, but, yeah, I think we get along really well and it's probably maybe her her type of environment here with me where it's it's small and there's just a lot of one-on-one and... Um, She's really enjoying herself. She's a really happy horse. Well, Jocelyn, you've had um, you've had success with Has No Fear uh, since you've started training her, but obviously the horse provided you with, I'm sure, one of your greatest thrills and one of your biggest successes in harness racing. Um, how was that night for you, winning the uh, WA Oaks? Yeah, definitely. Um, she doesn't owe me anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's for sure. 
And, yeah, that's obviously something that I'll never forget and a lot of people sort of, you know, probably had no idea who I was, but that's what they remember now. So that's, that's pretty cool. Um, and, yeah, um, like I said, I'd never imagined having her in my stable, so now she's quite well-respected and she's obviously the best horse I've got. I mean, she's well-respected and, and certainly so are you in harness circles. You come from a, a very prominent harness background. So were you always destined to, to have a, fu- a future in harness racing, uh, Jocelyn? Um, well, you know, it sort of it's, it runs in your blood a little bit. Um, but mum didn't want any of us girls to get too involved in the horses. So she tried to steer us away from it. Um, so, yeah, I did try something else. I went to TAFE and did a personal training course. And then while I was doing that, I was in a car accident and that sort of ended up pushing me back towards the horses and I've not looked back since. Do you keep a record of, of how many wins you've had as both a trainer and a driver, Joss? Um, I don't, but I think um, I was talking to Michael Heaton the other day because he was doing a article. I'm not sure if it's done or not. Um, but I think... I think he said I was near 250 for a driver and, um, oh, I can't remember. It might have only been like 13 or something. As a trainer, I've had uh, 75 starters or something. Yeah, you're not far off. Alan Parker sent through the, the stats for us. You've, you've just broken the 250, so 251. Uh, 76 of those have been at Gloucester Park, which is a an amazing strike rate. Like 30% of your drive winning drives have been at Gloucester Park, which is tremendous. And only after 18 months, you've trained 14 winners, including uh, two at Gloucester Park, including we just saw um, we just saw hasn't we just heard from Has No Fear. So uh, it's it's you're really starting to get this um, to pick up a lot of good drives, including well Has No Fear was probably your first first big freelance drive, but you know, mares like Block George, you, you must be, um, you know, really pleased that you're, you're starting to pick up those drives. Yeah, um, I, you know, when Colin Reeves rung me to drive her, I was, yeah, pretty um, sort of shocked at first and, and obviously more than happy to drive her and she's been a great horse to me as well. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's good. I have, um, you know, it's not as if I'm going around in every race, but... Um, the horses I'm driving are good and I don't want to trade any of them in. So I'm in a good spot at the moment. That's, that's you know, great. And uh, as I said, you've done a, a wonderful job. And I think your drive on Block Jog at Gloucester Park when it scored a couple of weeks ago was brilliant. Um, you know, there was a tear-away leader. You you could have got uh, caught going too early or, or going too late, but you timed it perfectly. And I see one horse you train... Um, probably has some special meaning for you, a horse by the name of Pammy June, which has um, given you some winners as well? Yeah, she's um, obviously named after my granny and she's got very much the same attitude. She's a very strong-willed little thing. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, she's been a really good little mare to me, but I think she may be injured. I'm not sure I have to get her to the vet Um Hopefully it's nothing too serious, but yeah, she's already had an injury in her career, so that's why she had quite a time off before I took her over. But I think she's definitely worth putting the time into and bringing back. What do you prefer to do, Jocelyn? Drive or train? Um, 
drive, to be honest. I've always only ever wanted to drive, but I sort of was pushed to training when my claim was starting to run out, and so were my drives. It was, you know, I was struggling to get a drive, and I thought, well, what am I going to do? I was bit up in the air. I thought I might have to find another job. <laughs> so then I thought, well, if I want to drive, I'm going to have to start training my own horses. So that's how that started. Oh, that's good. Now tonight you've got a, a couple of good drives, as we said. Uh, has no fear. She's she's five fifty in a in a not a in not a. It's a fairly strong race. Your two main dangers are drawn in front of you on one or two, but um, barrier ten. It's probably her right spot to be uh, in, from a barrier draw. It gives you the chance just to to drop in and and get that right run with her. Yeah, I think that's really the perfect draw. She's following a nice horse in Queen Shenandoah, and it's probably just a matter of get her out as well as I can and hope to hold that horse's back and then we just have to see how things unfold um she actually really impressed me last week I know I was only three pegs but I did come off um I don't know around this maybe 650 or something come off and she sort of showed a little bit of guts um been running fifth in the free for all race, and I think that was probably one of her the fastest times she's run. I think she went 55 8 for, her, for herself, so as much as she probably wasn't eye catching, it was just a really good run from her. No, and then there's it's a bit of a dropping class tonight because there's no fake news, there's no uh, bond mare in there, and uh, so it's, it's probably a little bit of a dropping class, even though it's a really nice race. and Block George, she, she, she's been a, a really good filly this season and she keeps on surprising people, I think, because they keep on sending her out <laughs> at a price that's very backable. And tonight she's not drawn the best, but she's still got to be right in this race, uh, the first race on the card tonight. Yeah, I think she's clearly the um, best, best horse in there, but she she might be coming towards the end of her campaign um, and that draw... That hurts, but yeah, I still, I wouldn't be surprised if she did jump up. All right, Jocelyn, thanks for your time today. Good luck tonight. I know you've got uh, four or five drives, and um, the, the main one is obviously has no fear, but uh, look, congratulations on what you've done so far, and, and no doubt there's uh, plenty of punters following you in the future. Thank you. Thanks, Jocelyn. Here we go, Jocelyn Young, who's one of the rising stars. She, I think she won the rising star at the, the Harness Awards uh, this season and uh, obviously doing a great job because has no fear. She was a Trotsend uh, filly that we yes, syndicated and uh, now we've actually sold her to uh, a few of the owners that were, were in there and they continue on their way with Jocelyn Young. But she is that real finicky type of a, a filly and I think Jocelyn might be might have found the key just you know with a bit more personal and a, a, a smaller stable, which may suit her. Yeah, like you said, just that one-on-one attention. Um, you know, she uh, she she is a young achiever and she's a bright star. And um, her sister goes very well too, Madeline. So, uh, yeah. you know, comes from a great family. This is uh, Talking Harness on SEN Track 657, brought to you by Retrovision, Loans 123, Tab Touch, Bayswater Mazda and Steel Blue Boots. As we go to the break, Block George raced on uh, Saturday night in the South Western Districts Derby. Got back in the field. This was run by another Trot Sint horse. You know we're syndicating a horse. Are you uh, really, Raz? I yeah, thought we might be leading into that. Dream Dreamwalker, who uh, if you go to the website at gloucesterpark.com.au, you can find out all the details. Uh, and I think he's uh, 3400 for a 5% share, but that's all inclusive for the first 12 months. 
and another one of the trots in horses was actually against Block George in the South West and uh, Districts Derby and he proved uh, much too strong after a really slow tempo, really got home well in 55.7 and I speak of Manning. Three wide, but it's immediately under pressure. And then came Block York into the straight. It's Manning clear. Rock and Jetstar issuing the challenge the outside. Manning in front. Rock and Jetstar, the stars above to third. They go towards the line, though. Manning's in front, and Manning will win. Second there will be Rock and Jetstar. Third. You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. Converted Ario dashes away. Bletchley Park out wide. Son of a Tiger held up around the turn. Converted Ario has he gone too early? He's clear. Hands and wheels and Bletchley Park are both coming. Converted Ario in front. Hands and wheels. Bletchley Park down the outside. Converted Ario lifting. Bletchley Park hands and wheels. Converted Ario just in front. Bletchley Park diving. They hit the line. Bletchley Park. Bletchley Park has won. And God bless it as well. Yes, <laughs> very good result, that one. A half head in it, but a major difference to our, our bank balance. Bletchley Park nailing Convert Denario right on the line. And uh, well supporting the end, Bletchley Park. Uh, 3.50 started. And uh, our man, Bomber Hill, got that for us. And uh, Scott, uh, that was... Uh, not a bad way for for uh, our night to continue with Bletchley Park in the free for all last week. No, it was a good it was a good win when he uh, went off stride there early and we lost yeah. the spot. I thought we were in a lot of trouble, but uh, yeah, no, he's, he did well to reset him and uh, just yeah, come with a perfectly timed run. It was a nice result. Yeah, and he goes around again. We're not going to preview the race, but I'll give you the... There's no tab touch market up for that race at the moment, actually. I think there's... Uh, well, they praise been scratching, so mm-hmm. um, that market will come up a little bit later on in the day, but uh, Convert Denari will be favourite. Might get a little bit of a more more uh, a cheaper run than last week, so um, watch out for that market to come up. But uh, we've got a few uh, big races to get into for another four to... Uh, to get through uh, uh, today, and we're going to kick off uh, on a 10-race card. There's a 10-race card tonight. Uh, the first race is at 5.17, and our first race we're going to preview is race number two, the Direct Trade Supplies, and uh, it's over the 21.30 metres. Let's have a look at our tab touch market for race number two, and better finish is $21. A little bit of support there. Got out to $26. El Tsunami at 61 uh, Tudor's is your favourite, uh, two thirty into two twenty, so a little bit of a nibble there at uh, the price. Number four, Starlight Destiny at twenty six, American Rock at one hundred one, Sir Nicholas at one hundred and one, Karuba eighty one, uh, Caramar Filion at one hundred and one, and the Veranda rounding out the front line at twenty six dollars. And on the back line, we have the Suleiman at twenty six dollars, Blissful Abbey at four twenty, and Boom Time at. 2.45, and the punters seem to have uh, made this a three-horse race on the betting with Art Tudor favourite at 2.20, just ahead of Boom Time 2.45 and Blissful Abbey at 4.20. How would you see it, Bummer? Actually, really keen Art Tudor in this one. I think this is his race where he actually gets to find the pegs. He's been racing in the breeze in most of his races. He's, he's a very, very one-paced horse. He's not lightning off the gate, but he'll certainly hold the outside brigade and and work his way to the front here. And uh, his two main dangers, as you've touched on, are going to be out the back, needing a fair bit of luck to get into the race. Um, I think, you know, Aldo can just rate this guy in front and just ramp it up from about the 800. He can run a 
sort of mid 56 last half. And if he can do that on the pegs with the other ones out wide, it's going to be pretty hard to get around. His uh, last start was amazing, sat in the breeze and really poured the pressure on and, you know, just didn't go away and just kept coming again on the line. So did all the work. Um, Blissful Abbey, uh, I note in the last word that uh, Hall Jr. said there was one to beat and that was uh, a 12 boom time. So definitely a race between the three. Um, Art Tudor, very confident there, Bomber. What's the strategy in this race, mate? We're going to kick off with a three-unit bet tonight. I think yeah, wheeling and dealing out in front. I just hope you know those other two have to come three, four wide late. And, yeah, really, really hard to run over a horse that can go you know fifty-six five last up on the pegs. So he's going to give us a good sight. And uh, of course, I think the, the reason why Boom Time is probably such uh, you know in the market so much is really good against Bretona Star having to launch yep. down the back. But he'll probably have to do a similar type of of race tonight. I'd imagine Bomber. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's, um, you know, he's no doubt the best horse in the race, but very, very difficult from from back there when you've got one in front that can can run the times that uh, our Tudor can. Yep. All right. That is uh, race number two, and we start off the night really confidently um, with uh, Art Tudor. Uh, let's have a look at race number five. We've uh, spoken to Jocelyn Young this morning. This is the Schrader Phillies and Mares Group Three, and Jocelyn has has no fear going around one of the favourites. But let's have a look at the market, and we have Queen Shenandoah, who's uh, owned uh, along with Boom Time by Merv Butterworth at two thirty-five and favourite in a touch from two forty-five. Mandy Joan, also in a touch, 260 into 245. The threes are scratching. Four is CC Chevron at $51. Millwood Gucci at 21. Typhoon Tiff at $11. You can scratch the seven. Number eight is My Prayer at $26. $12 for American Delight. A little bit of a money there, in from 15. And then from the back line, we have Has No Fear, 550 and solid. Dancing with Mac at 41 and uh, just make mine diamonds at 26. And this is a, another really competitive Phillies and Mares race. Bomber, uh, the, the Phillies and Mares race has been really good the last uh, month or so. Yeah, it took the words out of my mouth there. Rats have, have been great races right through the season and uh, this is no, no um, exception to that. I've come back to Queen Shenandoah. She's the leader. Uh, Mandy Joan, I think last week she... She was probably off a three-week break, which didn't help her in the end, but they'll drive her for a sit tonight, I'm sure, with uh, either Millwood Gucci or Typhoon Tiff coming across, across to sit in the breeze. I just think Queen Shenandoah gets quite a nice run in front tonight. Whenever she's led previously, she's copped a fair bit of pressure, but I'm just not sure it's there tonight. Typhoon Tiff, if she does happen to get to the breeze, she struggles around the corner, so she won't be able to put too much pressure on. Um, and yeah, I just think she gets a really, really nice in front, run in front, and can zip up the straight whenever Vokey wants to go. I actually see the main danger is um, yeah, Jocelyn's horse on her back, to be honest. Yeah, very interesting race, uh, Bomber. Uh, as you said with Mandy Jones, it was three weeks uh, between runs, but two starts ago did beat uh, Fake News, uh, which is his win last week was out- <laughs> outstanding. And I noted uh, that. Uh, Colin Brown said he's made some drastic gear changes to uh, Typhoon Tiff, so that may make that pacer go a little bit better. So intriguing race, and as you said, has no fear camped on them. So what's the what's the strategy here then, Bomber? Uh, another three-unit play here for Queen Shenandoah. I think she just gets the, the right run in front to be able to dash home just quick enough to, to hold 
holds a couple of these off. So, um, yeah, pretty confident that uh, Vokey can get the job done for us here. Good to see the confidence with our first mm. couple of bets uh, tonight. And uh, you're on uh, SEN Talking Harness WA on SEN Track 657, brought to you by Retrovision. Your local WA electrical appliance specialist, RAC members save an initial 5% every day. Loans 123, car loans, debt consolidations. Contact Steve Sell, the new nut, on loans123.com.au. Tab touch the brand that funds the industry. Bayswater Mazda, you know, driving is better at Bayswater Mazda. It's on the corner of Guildford and Garrett Roads. And steel blue boots, like Glen Mortimer, built for comfort, made for work. Yeah, look, great to have uh, steel blue um, on board. They've been around for 25 years. They're Australia's leading supplier of work boots. And whatever you trade, we've got the boots built for comfort, made for work. So great to have uh, Steel Blue on board. And, of course, uh, as you said, Bayswater Mazda, just down there in uh, Guildford Road, 374. Go and see Anthony and the boys for a great deal and a great car. Yep. Now, as as we said, we've had uh, some really good mares races in the last couple of weeks, and and this uh, one tonight looks um, looks pretty much the same. But uh, last week we had a really good race with uh, uh, Typhoon Tiff leading, but fake news having to do all the work. Alfie Romeo camped on her and and has no fear was uh, back on the pegs and fake news. I got to say, uh, Bomber. Just quickly get your opinion. She's just about got to be the most improved horse in WA almost. Can delight in the straight though. Fake news are Alfa Romeo. Just rock on by and then came behind them. Has no fear. It's fake news and are Alfa Romeo. Fake news just in front. Are Alfa Romeo can't get there. That is an outstanding performance by fake news. You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. Here is Destin rule giving chase strongly though. And My Carbon Copy's out wide as a corner. Patronus Star in front. Destin rule My Carbon Copy to the outside. But Patronus Star is in a overdrive and break away from Destin rule running second. Down the outside, My Carbon Copy. But Patronus Star, an outstanding performance. And Patronus Star beat Destin rule My Carbon Copy. That was Patronus Star winning the Binshaw Classic last week. And... Uh, Sky and Greg Bond are now trained 219 winners for the season. Uh, that's a remarkable 106 winners ahead of Gary Hall Senior on 113 and Ross Oliveri in third place on 99. Although it's Hall's 15th century of winners in a season and they've all been successive for so the last 15 years he's done. This is all stats from our good mate Alan Parker. Yeah, uh, who gives us all these stats? Um, and they need the bond stable needs three, I think, to get to their fourteen fifteen of two hundred and twenty one for the twelve months. So they've got till is it Monday? Um, so they've got a few chances. They probably haven't loaded up, but the season goes for another four months. Exactly. Yeah. It's they're just going to smash every record, which is going to be a bit artificial. But if they can, if they can get three winners in three days, I think that's, uh, they've actually, they've broken their, their own record for the 12 months. But this, this year, obviously a little bit different and all the records this year are going to be artificially inflated and, and they probably should have an asterisk next to them because they may never be beaten. It'll be like, it's almost like the swimmers in those, in those suits back, back a few years ago. But, uh, yeah, because the season goes to just 31st of December this year. So. Correct. Yeah. No, it's been a 
been a great season for the uh, for the Bond stable, no doubt about that. And um, senior, uh, another century yeah. that's amazing as well. So yeah, um, yeah good stuff. Yep, yep. So uh, yeah, so they're obviously two stables that are going going uh, along great guns. Uh, we're going to get back into the next race. We're going to have a look at it. it is race number six, the Cowden Insurance Brokers Pace over the twenty one thirteen meters. And we've got nine going around in this. And if we have a look at the Tab Touch market, we've got uh, Q Town Rip Roaring at four eighty. Clarendon Huster been a little bit of support here, seven dollars into five dollars. Uh, Brayview Bondi at two dollars uh, out from a dollar eighty five its initial price, but two dollars at the moment. Maximum demand at twenty six. Tours Delight at seven fifty. A little bit of support there in from nine dollars. We've got Talker up at eleven dollars. Stop the Watch at thirty one. Quick stride at 23 and delightful reaction all off the front line and, and delightful reaction outside the front line at $13. Uh, this is a very even race on paper and that's the way the market has it. Uh, Scott, how do you see it? Yeah, I've got Clarendon Hustler leading here with, uh, the, with the stable mate inside. I think he'll just let him roll straight to the top. Bravey Bondi could almost cross, but I don't think he's got quite the length and a half on him, so he's He's going to get caught outside the leader and then most likely take a sit on a horse like Talker Up, who will go forward. Um, I've got maximum demand ducking straight to the pegs, which gets two as the light straight onto Braveview Bondi's back. And from there, he's going to be pretty dangerous at, um, you know, around still that $7.50 mark. Last time Gary Hall Jr. drove him, he had a similar sort of run that he looks to get tonight and uh, Jr. got him home. I think if you can just follow Bravey Bondi everywhere and have the last shot, he's going to be uh, very, very strong at the end. It's um, in the last word, uh, Junior said, each way, not a strong field. Uh, as you said, should be able to track the um, the favourite into the race. Is there going to be enough pressure on up front to make sure that uh, they can get over the top of these uh, ones that are going to, going to control the race? Yeah, well, I've got Talker up in the breeze. She, she tended to sort of sit off the leader a little bit mm. of recent time, but this is a, probably a slightly weaker race. So I'd, I'd expect that she does put a little bit of pressure on Clarendon Hutter. And the tw- I'm not sure the 2100 is go. I think he's more of a miler. Um, so I just think that, you know, the leaders will be coming back whilst, um, you know, some of these from the back are, are getting home pretty hard. Uh, just, yeah, I think the winner will come out wide here. I, I also got a sneaky chance to quick stride at the light reaction down the bottom as well. So what's the strategy for this one then, Bomber? We'll go a one-unit win, two is delight, and a quarter-unit bet on each quick stride and delightful reaction. I think there's some chance from the back, as I just touched on. Okay, there's a first, a quarter bet. A quarter? <laughs> a quarter, Bomber? Quarter bit, quarter bit. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. A first here on uh, Talking Harness WA for our man, Bomber Hill. Our last race we got a preview is race number eight. This is the Westrall Standing Start. And hello to Albert Wormsley, our man at Westrall, a great supporter of harness racing, both as a sponsor and also owner, and has a, having a good run uh, with uh, a few horses with um, uh, Stephen Reid at the moment, including Bletchley Park from last week and Lord Roscoe, who goes around in race number nine as well. Let's have a look at the stand start market and he's a chance at $31. Call me Ernie at 41. Uh, better, better grin and bear it at 9.50 and from 12. The favourite is from the Bond Stable, JB Morney at 175. Q 
Kiwi bloke at four sixty. There off the front line, off the ten metres, we've got Atmospherical at twenty six dollars. Rebel with a grin at six fifty. Bud Sidewinder at twenty three dollars. I'm Rock and Roll Magic at seven fifty, and the lone twenty metre runner, I'm Batman at eighty one dollars. And we have an odds on favourite here in the stand start. Uh, Bomber, what do you what do you reckon about this race? Yeah, I'm not sure what to make of JV Morney. He was—he uh, may have had excuses last time, but he's not the—not a brilliant stand beginner. He begins well, but he's certainly not brilliant. And uh, these short course sprints can be a little bit tricky at times. But better grin and bear it on Monday at Pinjarra. He—she, I should say—flew the tapes and uh, and landed on front, landed on top, and uh, ran a very very nice third to uh, the Buckeye Bullet. Uh, the Buckeye Bullet, you know, given similar circumstances here, would go around very, very short. Uh, and I, I don't think Turvey will be handing up the top if he can find the front on the mare. She was very strong to the line on Monday. And uh, over the short course here, Turvey rates them really well in front. And I, I think she can give us a hell of a sight out in front. Yeah, it, it was uh, a very uh, strong third uh, at Pinjarra. As you said, ha- handed up, got a fair bit of pressure. And uh, on the turn, just continued uh, to, to kick along. Uh, Kiwi bloke's been racing in better company, so, you know, back a bit in grade. And um, uh, the bond runner there at Northam had some excuses, flat tie from the 1300. Uh, and I'm Rock and Roll Magic uh, has been running some good time too. So a really wide-opened uh, affair, a bit more so than what I think the market uh, suggests. Uh, some really good value, and I'm sure you've found some for us, Bomber. So what's the, uh, what's the strategy here? Yeah, well, I'm going to play the mayor better grin and bear it. As, as you touched on just then, it wasn't just the fact that she, she didn't hand up the lead there on Monday. She copped a fair bit of pressure before she did so and still very, very strong to the line. So, yeah, I'm, I'm you know really hopeful that she can find the front here early and uh, if she does, they're going to know they're in a race trying to chase her over 2,000 metres. So uh, one unit play at almost double figures there for us to end the night. Yeah, twelve dollars into nine fifty, and she's uh, two thirty a place. Been better grin and bear it. So, uh, yeah, really interesting race there. So, a, a good night of racing tonight at, at Gloucester Park. Ten races, the first at five seventeen, and uh, you must have been pleased last night, Bomber, with a, a victory in the AFL for your your mighty Bombers. Roller coaster of emotions that game, Brad. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we were lifting the roof off by the end of it. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, good to hear, Bomber. And uh, they are still just a chance to uh, to make the finals. So we'll see. Their best, their best is very, very good. And yes, they're, and, they're, and, and their worst. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Thanks for that. Good luck tonight, and we'll talk to you next week. Excellent, guys. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Bomber. All right, you're listening to Talking Harness WA on SEN Track Six Five Seven for Retrovision Loans One Two Three Tab Touch Bayswater Mazda and Steel Blue Boots. One side that's, you know, it's a, he's just left us this year, unfortunately, out of Cristiano. But how good, how good is his progeny going at start? We've seen fake news, uh, and and you know they just keep on rolling through. I think you've got a Alta Cristiano that you bought at the sale. Uh, mighty Ronaldo, Mighty Ronaldo is an Alta Cristiano, and we bought another um, one at the sale. Some outstanding results so far, and it was such a tragedy when uh, when we lost. Yeah, Alta Cristiano. So. Um, yeah, we're going to see some, you know, some good, uh, good two and three year olds coming, uh, coming through from Alta Cristiano. So big they loss. Can, they continue to win, including last week the really impressive three year old Alta Engen.
uh, part owned by uh, Trevor Lindsay, Ross Waddell and Robbie Tomlinson and trained and driven by one of the informed trainers at the moment, Aidan DeCampo. Let's listen to a really tough victory by Alter Engen. On the inside, Red Hot Lady, Alter Engine, he's pretty lazy, but he's in front of Rocking the Trend coming at him. Alter Engine's in front, he's too classy and Alter Engine races home to beat Rocking the Trend and Red Hot Lady... You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. Major times battling on rock and roll icon. Ideal some magic. Sicario's running on deep from the back, but Lock and Var Art, he raced to the front. He's careering away. Artie's back. This is the real Lock and Var Art tonight, and he's raced right away to win easily. First yeah, it was great to see him back into form. He bounced straight back after that virus, Lock and Var Art, or Artie, as he's been called. Is that, is that his nickname? Artie. Anyway, he's, he's bounced back and uh, really good to see. And as we welcome in Jason Bonington, it was good to see him put in a dominant display and, and make a statement that he that he is back after that uh, slight hiccup uh, the start before. Oh, 100%, 100%. When you look back at it, really, if he, not knowing how serious the, uh, the virus was, for him to do what he did and do all the work and only get beaten by a couple of pretty handy horses... Uh, second up from a break there, Lock and Varad. It was actually maybe even a performance we'll look back on and say we rate him even more highly as a result of what he did there. And then he came out and Sal just drove a perfect race, sat back, let them carve each other up. Major times did the work, sidled up outside of him, and you would have taken any price at that point about uh, about Lock and Varad. So I'm I'm still not sure he's the equal of. A horse like Ride High, who might be one of the best we've seen in the last 20 years. We don't know that yet, but he might may well be. But certainly the anticipation now for whenever they'll clash, and let me guarantee you they will clash. There's going to be five or six opportunities between now and the Victoria Cup. My mail is the Victoria Cup will go ahead as scheduled in uh, mid-October. So don't worry, they'll be clashing a couple of times and we'll learn who's better out of Lock and Varat and Ride High. But at least the anticipation builds again now after that terrific performance on the weekend. It was interesting to hear David uh, on in the Giga in the week. He might have been just annoyed with HRV because the race didn't go ahead, but he did. It was good for us WA people hear, hear him say that he may, uh, he was going to probably advise the owner Kevin Gordon to put him away and just concentrate on Perth. But that just might have been firing a shot across HRV's bow, maybe Jay Bond. Well, I think there, I think there there might be. Uh... I won't name names, but there might be a few agendas running there yeah. in terms of wanting to uh, shove it up HRV. <laughs> <laughs> well, at, at, at the end of the day, he can go. He can, they'll meet in the Victoria Cup, and why yeah. can't he go to Perth as well? I hope he does. Yeah. Um, great opportunity, huge money on offer for him to do that. But I mean, at this point, there's no need to miss anything really. He can and Lock and Varat's the kind of horse that just chews up the work. So I can't see why he can't target both. So I think he can go around in the Victoria Cup and you you boys can still look forward to him heading west at some point for those big races. Well well you can pump up the tight, the right high race and then when he gets over here we can pump up the, the shockwave Chicago Chicago Bull, Bull uh, Mighty Conqueror. Um, well, well this is this is what you hope what you hope really is that there's not a lot between Lock and Varat and Right High when they meet. That's yeah. what you. That, that's what we're really hoping because the whole thing, the bubble will burst pretty quickly if Ride High beats him by 15 metres. It's not going to happen probably, but we want them to be 
We'd love to see Ride High draw inside. Uh, Ride High, as we mentioned a couple of weeks in a couple of these good races, and go very close or beat Ride High. And then if he does go west, well, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger, doesn't it? But um, that all remains to be seen. It's going to play out over the next six weeks here in Victoria, and then hopefully with you boys as well. Yeah, no, it's a, a big couple of weeks. Let's hope that uh, we can get some some cross states uh, with these horses and even New Zealand coming in and, and we can actually get some of these clashes because they're mouth-watering at the moment. They're, they're out in the ether. <laughs> we, we just need them to to, uh, to come together with with uh, horses being able to travel and, and also people. But And hopefully that happens before the end of the year. And uh, how are we going this week for tips, uh, J-Bomb? We've got Ballarat on Saturday night. Is that where we're going? That's where we're going, and I found, look, I honestly think it's a meeting with a lot of value, but I'll just give you one best bet and one at a better price. So I reckon there's a horse called Powder King, who was a Group 1 winner as a young horse who goes around in race two, first up from a break, trialled like a beast, just cruised through the line and in a very... Uh, in a very serviceable final half. Could have gone a lot quicker, Powder Keg. It'll get across the pole marker. Whether Lisa Miles wants to lead or hand up to Brandlow Prince, little question mark there. And we know that's more important at Ballarat than any other track in Victoria because there's no sprint lane. But I reckon Powder Keg, if he's in the mood, he, he can be a bit of a wily beast, but if he's in the mood, $3.40 seems exceptional value. I think he just wins the race if he wants to and he's in the mood. And Dunya Brown goes around in race three at $7.50. Now, there's a very good three-year-old race later on the Ballarat program with... Santa Casa Beach, who's favourite, Pacifico Dream and Sahara Sirocco. Now, Santa Casa Beach is going around about $2.40 in that three-year-old race, which is genuinely full of horses who will be going around in big bread super series and breeders' crowns. Junior Brown went just as well as them, ducks back to a 58-69 to rated race, and he's 750 just because just he's not drawn that flash. He is... Huge value. I think he should be closer to three fifty four dollars at very most. Junior Brown. He will get back in the race, but I tell you what, it's a much easier assignment. So seven fifty about him. That's race three, number six. Junior Brown is the best value. Best bet though. Easy to remember this one. A little bit of Richie Benno. Race two, number two. Powder kick. <laughs> Beautiful, mate. Great Th- work. Thanks for your help, and we'll talk to you next week. Good on you, more. Good on you, Rads. Thanks. Uh, thank you, JB. And now somebody who needs absolutely no introduction, the man who puts himself out there, win, lose or draw. Uh, and I've got to tell you, wins more often than not. But last weekend we uh, we had a, a big duck egg, but I'm sure we're going to uh, get all that back this weekend. A very warm welcome to the guru, Mr. Ben Crow. Hi, Morton Rad. How are you too? Once today? again, once again, no introduction, and then a minute introduction. <laughs> I reckon, and then I get no time left. To no, talk. It's, all, it's all about Morton again. Now, now have you got the black armband now that Todd McCarthy's flown out of Australia into into America? What are we going to do? What? I mean, he's our go-to man. You know, Isn't you're on a leader, and uh, we're going to have to uh, we're going to have to reevaluate everything there. But um, look off. It is what it is. Uh, maybe we'll have to tune in and start betting on Yonkers or something like that. So. Gloucester Park. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Too late for me, Mort. I'm in bed by then. Yeah. Yeah. Got to get up for golf. Yeah. All right. That's right. Are we going to Royal Newcastle for our tips? I'm going to three venues for oh, you guys today, beautiful. and I expect two winners out of three venues and nothing Perfect. less today. So right. we're going to start a bit earlier for everyone. Um, 5.30 my time, so I'm not sure what time that is over 3:30. there in the West. 3.30? 3.30, so I think... It should be all right. We're going to go to Wagga, race eight, number nine, the stunning nun. <clears throat> uh, three starts ago, this one was only uh, 11 metres behind the likes of Major Roll and Georgie Martin, who are both city-grade horses. Uh, came out and ran a huge race over a mile in 154 at Wagga. 
behind Highland Major, which is in this race today. But And then after that, it was a little bit flat last week over the 2200. Back to the mile here. Uh, a nice little draw. It's drawn behind number one, Bonza Guy, which is, uh, has been backed in early market, 17 to about 850. So, and it did lead at its only start around this area. So I think the Stunning Nun's going to get a nice run through there. Uh, I've got a bit of a pot on the uh, the favourite Geldof. It's really out of form. Mel and Bartley would have to do something to uh, to improve this horse. So, look, I think around the uh, $4.60 at Tab Touch, I think it's going to get a nice run through. It's one of the classier horses in the race. It's, a, it's an NR70 uh, here, racing in uh, up to 60 grades, so you've got a couple of concessions there. So I think you can do worse than um, race eight, number nine, the stunning nun All at right. Wagga. You're going to have to zip through the next couple, mate, if you if you can for us. <laughs> Quickly, race seven, number eight, let's blaze. It uh, galloped out at the start last week as a $3.20 favourite on debut. Uh, it was the quickest home uh, after being last. It sh- was going to show some gay speed there. I think uh, with Roy Roots, Tom Ison, pretty hard to beat with those youngsters up there around the $2.80 mark, and then we'll go to Menangle in the first last... Sorry, the first tomorrow night. I'm going to stick with... Uh, I'm going with a horse number... Just trying to find it. Number 9, 408, from Matty Rue out from Bathurst. I think he's finally found the uh, the key to this horse, and that's just letting it have one run. It's, it's sectionals in the last couple of starts have been fantastic. At, at Menangle, it came home in 50... 3.16, two starts ago, and then it Bathurst again, came from last and rounded them up. I think if he leaves it for one run here over the 2300, I think it'll be too quick. That's tomorrow night at Menangle Race 1, number 9, 408. Mr. Ben Cray, thank you. As always, we look forward to those two winners out of three as a minimum. So uh, that's great, uh, great work. Look forward to speaking to you next week. Have a great weekend, BK. You too, guys. Thanks, mate. Thanks, guys. Thanks, BK. BK there, the uh, the king of New South Wales, and uh, good to see him branching out at Wagga and uh, Menangle. Yes. Big show, Morts. Uh, got through plenty. Jocelyn was uh, another great guest this week, and hopefully we found a few winners with uh, uh, all our tipsters, including uh, Bomber Hill, who's uh, been in, in fine form the last couple of weeks. Been in great form. was a great show, as you said, with Jocelyn. And, uh, you know, it's great to have uh, our new sponsor on board, uh, Steel Blue. Built for comfort, made for work, Australia's leading supplier of work boots. And, of course, our great friends down there at Bayswater Mazda. So, great show. Um, looking forward to a great night tonight at GP. Yep, first race is at 5.17. Ten race card. We'll be back to do it all again next week. See you then. You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why Tyre Power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.